Welcome back to another episode of the Road Trip Playlist Podcast. My name is Thomas Darrow, and I am your host. My guest this week is Max Rayner, the lead singer of the talented folk rock group Wilderado. Their music has made it onto all of the top Spotify, Sirius FM, and Apple Music playlists, and has over 75 million streams. Wilderado is getting ready to release their first LP. They debuted the record by releasing their newest single, Head Right. Go check it out wherever you listen to music. We talk all about their new single, their upcoming album, and more in this week's episode of the Road Trip Playlist podcast. All after a word from our sponsor. Max, it, it's a true pleasure to have you on the Road Trip Playlist podcast. Um, Will Dorado is perfect for road trips, and it's on a lot <laughs> of my road trip playlists, so it's really fitting to have you on. Because of the name of the podcast, I like to start off by asking, what's on your road trip playlist? Oh, man, I don't do road trips. At Touring has ruined road trips for me. And honestly, <laughs> by the time if, when we are touring, I listen to such little music. I, I, I've been listening to uh, this band called Flight. Just put out a record there in, um, I think they're in England. But uh, yeah, they just put out a record. So that's what I've been that's what's on my playlist right now. It's a record called "This Is Going to Hurt." It's good, oh, yeah. awesome. Well, I, well, I love it. I'll I'll check it out because what I'm road trips is where I discovered kind of my love for music, and it's making the playlist is how I discover um, bands like yours that I end up just falling in love with. And so, but how has it been? You guys tour. You talked about not uh, road tripping for fun anymore because you guys do tour a lot. How has it been not being on tour for the last little bit? And I know you have a family, so so how's that been being home? Yeah, I love it. It's it's been it's been I think the hardest part about it has been trying to convince myself that there's gonna be a time when I actually will have to tour again. It's uh you know, touring is interesting because what's so special about touring is you go into these little rooms in different parts of the country and, and meet people who are listening to your music and kind of making you feel uh, worthy of all the hard work you've done. And uh, there's such, it's like the most worthwhile hard work I've ever done. But at the same time, when you're not on tour, it's really hard to appreciate the positive aspects of it. So I, I, you know what I mean? You can't really fabricate, and remind yourself what it feels like to look at a crowd as they're singing your words back. You know what I mean? All, all you can really remember is leaving and being gone. So while I'm home, I'm, I'm very much home and, and I spend most of my time, you know, trying not to try not to spin out on the thought of having to leave my girls again. But I know when that day comes, uh, that'll be something I can handle. It's just, it's too much to try and uh, think of now. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're, we're in opposite boats. I just moved back to New York where I started just writing and doing all of my stuff with music. And so it's been hard not having bands that are touring and having things that I know I have something to do three nights a week or four nights a week or however many concerts I end up, I'd take your pick whatever night. Um, so, so it is funny, the, the reverse, but I also don't have the, the family that you have. It was fun watching, uh, old videos like 2017, you talk about kind of what it's like thinking of, of leaving, uh, for tour and leaving, leaving your young family. And so, so I was grateful for you 
um, before I even met you, that you've, you've been able to have this time in those young, those young moments you talked about in the thing, um, every day with the, with the little kids, there's, there's something new that you're missing and something special. So I, I'm glad that you've been there for that. Um, how's the music aspect been? How has it been creating music with the band? I know you guys are getting ready to release your, your first LP. Well, first of all, th- thank you for saying that. Uh, I think that's a, pretty sweet thing to be grateful for somebody else that that takes a large amount of understanding so th- thanks for thinking of me in that way I, th- I think the music has been really fun and you know for the first time ever we were able to f- finish a record and spend time in the studio and spend you know almost I think three weeks mixing it and allowing our ears to adjust and as opposed to listening on our headphones in, in the van and, and being told you know, we kind of got to roll with this in the next day or so. So we need your guys' notes. Uh, it was just, man, it was just amazing. I think, you know, we started this band by making a record, uh, 12 songs, and, and we ended up putting them out as EPs. And so it's kind of been this long journey getting back to releasing a record. I think it's one I appreciate, though. I don't have any disdain for it. It's it's something I think we needed to go out and, and kind of cut our teeth a little bit. And, uh, and we, we really did do that. And I, and, and I, I think it helped us make the record we made. So I think the thing I'm most proud of the record is, is it feels kind of like the summation of the last five years with Will Dorado, kind of a uh, full circle back to where it all, all began, if you will. Okay. That's amazing. What can you, say about where it began because because looking and, and and preparing for this interview i i know things about i know bird dog i know that you guys met in college in tulsa and i know those things but how can you put me where it was when it was like okay like we've written these songs together let's like really pursue this let's let's make a band let's try to move to la and and do a career in music what can you tell me about that start that you mentioned well, it was a little less romantic than that. We were in LA, and <laughs> okay. uh, I was I was living and, and working with my sister, who's a songwriter, and I was, uh, yeah, fresh out of school, and I kind of had this collection of songs, and I started meeting friends of like mind, and and we were given some direction and and lucked out and meeting a a, a really incredible person named James McAllister who uh, produced the whole thing and and kind of played a father role to us, if you will, just in terms of artistry and and what it means to be a dad and what it means to be a dad and an artist and a husband and just a really good person. And, And so we just kind of lucked into James is the way I think about how this started to tell you the truth. And, and he's worked on everything we've done since, which is a special thing. But um, yeah, it, it just looked like, here are these songs, uh, let's record them. And, and we did, and we just kind of, we were just proud of them. So we had a buddy that put it, kind of blasted her. She had worked for a little PR company in LA, and I think she kind of backdoor blasted their email <laughs> blog or email list, whatever that is. And Indie Shuffle ended up picking up the song, a song called The Ocean and the Sea. And and from that moment, it just never really stopped. So it was, I like to think of it as just something we were inspired to do and had a lot of fun doing. And it, it, that's just what we've kept in 
in the forefronts of our mind and have been successful at that. We, we never really have stepped away from that state of mind. There's been really low periods, um, very low. And, and, but, but, but I think the band has always just kind of been this sweet thing that, that was accidental. And, you know, we were just in the right place in the right time and, and working hard and we've never, you know what I mean? It, it just kind of came. And, and from that point, we, had great direction. We had great influence and we listened to those that knew more than us. And we've just kind of been working hard. That's incredible. That's such a cool story. And, and the people that you met along the way and, and these, these small moments or what would feel as small moments, you mentioned Indie Shuffle, um, picking up the thing and it not really stopping from there. Would you say that you guys were kind of prepared for, for what happened after that? Yes and no. Um, I think we were probably a bit foolish in thinking that the record was better than it was. Uh, and, and, but I, I think it wasn't from a place of being vain as much as it was just allowing ourselves to be excited. We were, we were young and we had made something that we thought was really cool. And, uh, I'm proud of that still that we, we had the wherewithal to at least enjoy what we had made. So I think we, we just kind of knew something was going to happen with the music. You know, there were five people involved at that time and it moved all of us. And that, that was a big enough demographic to me where I thought these songs, these songs speak to people and it's, it's from very little force. And uh, so I think, I think I was prepared for it to continue and for people to start listening to it. But I don't think I was prepared for what that actually means and, and what that looks like and everything that goes with it. You know what I mean? I mean, nothing's more romantic than and false than the romance of being in a band. It's, you know, it's just, it's, it's the ultimate. I mean, people literally call rock stars as you can call anything a rock star. You know what I mean? It's it's. but I look at people that are actually rock stars and it doesn't matter if I like their music, if I connect with it, if they have bad or good press. I always have such respect for those people just because you know that they're actually doing it. You know what I mean? They're they're doing every minute of whatever it is they've had to do to get to that point. So, yeah, I guess if it's fair, my answer would be yes and no. No, absolutely. That's that's completely fair. And And I have to ask, I didn't have this written down, but as you talked about kind of your sister – um, being a songwriter and and now you doing music was music a big part of your your life growing up? Did you always know that you wanted to pursue music? No, I didn't. I I spent my early life playing sports, and then I think at some point I realized I loved sports just because I loved being a part of something, and I think I found that familiar love and in music and and what it's like to write with someone and what it's like to sing with somebody i mean to be physically connected uh in that way is a cool thing and you know my mom's very musical we grew up playing piano uh there are five of us and she's a classically trained singer and and her and i have always connected over a love for music and, and same with my sister sunday and but you know we weren't we weren't like the von traps we were we were all kind of doing our own thing and yeah i've just got the coolest parents man it's it really is true they've 
they did such an impressive job of helping us all kind of find our talents and under and helping us realize that that was what you should pursue and yeah it's it's not something i think i ever thought i would do that's for sure really till college i didn't start playing guitar till college wow and and was that the first time you were writing songs as well i think yes i mean i had written i remember i'd written two little songs uh and then i went to college and wrote three or four more and that's about it now you know we've i've written a lot more songs but uh that's definitely when i you know there's just that like there's just kind of that thing people listen to a song or they won't and, and i think a writer has a way of, of doing something naturally and or, or they don't and then all of the hard work comes after that but i think in college i did realize that i had a talent for it you know what i mean kind of where my passions and talents came together that would that was revealed to me in school for sure in, in college and so all of this is all of this is so cool um everything i'm finding out I, i'm loving and i like how the songwriting ties into i wanted to of course talk about your latest release with um with head and Headright went straight on to, to my playlist. I, I joke that you guys are, that Will Dorado is the perfect um, road trip band because you have like the folk stuff that gets me through like the Utah desert. And then you have like the rock and roll that keeps you like the rock stuff that just really keeps you out, like the upbeat stuff you need on a road trip to like wake everyone up, get the conversation started again. And so I joke with that. How has it felt to get, to get that release out into the world? feels good if i'm being honest that song was such a pain in my side if uh, it was um you know we we wrote it so fast and in, in what seems so long ago now i mean that, that was in 2019 and it just kind of caused so much friction amongst us i i think i think a lot of it was we changed a lot of things in that song specifically the intro but it, it was just one of those moments where there was no thinking involved it was just um it was just feeling and, and playing and and i think the lyrics came so fast because i mean they're so specific and that's just exactly how i was feeling at that time i was in a dark headspace i was touring too much and i was traveling alone on top of touring and and uh, I think I just realized, like, man, the only way we're going to get to continue doing this is if we can if we can appreciate it while we do, do it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think and then, you know, it's probably too long of a story. We just kind of went we just kind of went back and forth on the way to play that song. There's a deal that happens when you're all standing holding guitars and, you know, facing each other like you do when you play live and you bash this rock and roll tune and we were with a cool guy named Angelo Pedralia and playing on these awesome old, you know, vintage guitars and it just was fun. And and then I think we overanalyzed it too much, but um, we ended up making it the best version of itself. And, and now that it's out, I think it feels really good to me because I just it, it's it's been a lesson in me not taking myself so seriously you know what i mean i think there's a very you're always uh at risk of taking yourself too seriously and doing this and wondering what what everyone thinks of you and comparing yourself and i think that song we started to to kind of second guess it because none of us were listening to just 
I don't know. It wasn't really the music we were listening to, but it but it was a part of our band and it is a part of our band. And and we, we had had fun writing it and have fun playing it. And so yeah, it, it feels good to kind of get over a bunch of insecurities and and have that tune be out and and let you know the world kind of make of it what what it will. Well, and it's a fantastic song. It's interesting to hear that there that there was friction because when I read about kind of how the song came to be and what sounded exhausting of the period that you talked about with traveling a lot alone working with different people to to write um and then it and then once you got back with the band and it went kind of back to basics it sounded like more like it was a relief and free um and it was written really fast i read and so it's interesting to hear the the friction to describe it but but it does make sense yeah and it i i think w- I think where the friction came from was in after the song had been written and uh, yeah, I think we, we were sitting on so many songs and we had, we had fallen in love with so many songs and the label and our management were just so instantly attracted to, to head right. And so I think, I think some of what our angst was, was kind of the teenage, you know, version of we've got, there's more to us than this tune. You know what I mean? And we, we wanted them to pay attention to the other stuff we were working on, but instead it was a, it was a year of planning around head right. You know what I mean? And, but, but now when I look back at that year and, and the song, I, I appreciate it so much because I mean, it played a big part in us signing a record deal with this little label that, we really love and has become family to us and you know what i mean it's an interesting thing it's just a classic case of 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 thinking too much and and what's so funny is like that's what the whole song talks about i mean it's it's been so wild like having that song kind of slap me in the face all the way all the way along the journey with it because i just anytime i look at it it's like man i just so haven't accomplished what i was trying to tell myself in this tune you know what i mean (laughs) that's so interesting yeah that is that is uh um fascinating to hear about those those sides of the song um more on a light-hearted side the video came out literally youtube's telling me three hours ago um, yeah where where the video the visual and it's a fantastic music video it's very fun how did that come together we we're tasked with it. I mean, that's how it has a short version of the story. We were, <laughs> we were told we needed a video. Um, and I think what we, what we wanted to do was to create a, a visual piece rather than a story. Uh, I think something I was kind of challenged by is the song is just so specific and I didn't want a video to be, that specific you know what i mean i I, I wanted i wanted the video to just kind of be sporadic and 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 maybe show kind of how fast everything goes and uh i think we really accomplished that you know niles niles is a guy who directed it niles duran and he's done so much for us uh this was the first time he did an official video and i guess we've only got two official videos but i just think he did such a great job he it was fun to work on. We spent a lot of time talking about it. We spent a lot of time editing it. And and then, you know, the other thing that was cool about that song was everyone just sort of that video is everyone just loaned us their time. 
Wow. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people in that. I don't know any of them. I know maybe two of them. And uh, there are a lot of them are out in California and in and, and a couple of different places. But, but yeah, people, people just kind of loaned us their time. And so it was watching the video for the first time, kind of with the final edit, was a really big turning point for the three of us in the tune, which I think is like, what more can you say for a video? Absolutely. It made us like the song more, which is a huge accomplishment to me. Yeah, I, I had that note because that's something I wanted to say. I was already loving the song, and then I've spent like just preparing. Uh, I've probably watched it through three times, and it's so fun, and I encourage any listener to to go out and watch because it's a very fun thing. I love the aesthetic of the of it, and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. to. I felt the same way. I appreciate it. Um. But but Max, I wanted to go back to to kind of the songwriting because I had a I had a question when when I said that that time period sounded exhausting of the co-writes it, it did but I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. A couple of years ago, um, for this I was in a leadership position for an organization as a volunteer, and as part of my responsibilities, I had to write every month an article to go into the newsletter. But I wasn't ever writing. I never understood it. I was never writing the the article alone, I had to co-write it with someone. And the person that I was paired up with couldn't be more opposite with me. I'm not even kidding that that was the hardest thing, putting two ideas on a subject together. Um, but then like one, one week he was gone and the person that I wrote it with, we wrote something really good. It was really witty, which is hard to write. Sometimes I feel like to write funny. Yeah. And so it was totally different, but I loved hearing you talk about kind of that going back to basics period of, of the songwriting, writing with the group. I wanted to ask what it, how would you describe the writing process with, with different people, new people you've never met and how that can be? I think what was exhausting wasn't the work or the hours. It was how badly everyone needed it to be a smash. I think that's the thing that, uh, that's the thing that was hard for me is, is it wasn't so much about just writing music. It was, it was like, how are we going to, how are we going to write a great song? And, and I think that is just a, that's a really hard place to start anything from, you know what I mean? I I think, I mean, that's obviously what you want to do, but, Nothing's ever that great from, I don't know, trying to get somebody to like something, which as opposed to just trying to get ourselves to like something or feeling honest about something. And, and I think that is, that was the exhausting thing because, you know, I like to be coachable and I like to, I like to spend time with people that have done something, you know, for a much longer time than I have. But at some point, I think, I think what you have to understand as a musician is is it's whatever's just kind of coming out of you that's the thing. You can't you can't manipulate the thing and and I, I, you can be disciplined and you can change it and allow it to grow and et cetera et cetera but there's a lot of manipulating the thing, you know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that's what kind of broke me down is uh and and my man we we threw away a lot of songs and um i think i i think i upset a lot of people and i i think it was simply just because 
uh, I had a conviction about it every time. It, you know what I mean? If the song doesn't represent me or the band, then um, doesn't matter. We're not gonna we're not gonna use it. And and so I think. But, you know, I think we came up with lots of these songs because I was being coached to see the process through. And that's what I did every time. And and then once I saw the process through and, and didn't fight it, I would I, I allowed myself to decide whether or not I liked the the tune. And, and if I didn't, we weren't. You know what I mean? So so I think once we got back and started working with Chad, the guy who produced this record uh, and James again, and then just kind of the three of us, it, it was, it was just very fluid and, and no one was trying too hard. We were just working hard and we were thinking and, and uh, you know, trying to make something great for its own sake, not, not to, not to accomplish something if, if you will. And, and I, yeah, that, that, that was what was so exhausting was just kind of the headiness of it all. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's very, it's very interesting. That was a selfish question that, that I wanted to hear because it just reminded me of, of these moments and, and learning more about the process of songwriting. I, I write, but it's all reviews. It's all things about music and, and I do sports writing as well. Um, but hearing about the, the writing of songs and how that comes together is, is fascinating for me. Um, I want to tell you what though, man, you are, you are correct in the fact that, that, even though sometimes it could be a negative experience, it, it was interesting and valuable uh, to see that there was something to take away from each person. You know what I mean? Just because maybe we didn't mesh in the end doesn't mean that they weren't great writers and et cetera. And I, I learned a lot, you know what I mean? And I, I applied a lot of what I went through. Uh, so I do, re- I do relate to what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I liked, I liked also that, one of the things that you learned was not to not to take yourself too too seriously in it is is what the the quote said and so and i think that's huge and i think how, i wondered how that experience with headright opened up i don't know if that was written how far into the album process that was written or what but but how did that impact the 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 lp release or together it hasn't been released yet how did it impact the rest of the writing yeah it, I think it was, it made everything feel like a relief to tell you the truth. It was, well, and, and then I, I have to admit, I mean, when we were writing the rest of the record, I hadn't come to a, a peaceful position on that song yet. You know what I mean? I was, <laughs> we, were, we wrote the rest of the record still, still struggling through that tune. Interesting. Uh, so, I mean, so much so that we, wrote the rest and wrote and recorded the rest of the record and then went back to head right and uh fixed it if you will we we you know what i mean we we very much <laughs> so allowed ourselves to push that to a very far corner but uh it was just a uh, yeah I, I think so the the rest of the record was just fun you know what i mean it, and, and i tell you what was really special about it was we had so much attention on that song from our management and the label that uh, I just didn't share anything else with them to tell you the truth. Interesting. And, it, and they just let me, I, I think I, I can't believe that now that, now that it's done and done with, but, but I'll, yeah, I mean, they never asked to hear anything. We just, um, we just went 
and and recorded all of these songs and made them exactly how we wanted them to be and and they just took them when they were ready it was it was a really special thing it made me feel like they trusted us which gave me a lot of confidence and uh it made me also respect them a lot because bright and Tina, that's the record label uh, they they really they really did say over and over we just want to help you make the record you want to make and i think they kind of understood the way to do that was just to kind of stay out stay out of our hair a little bit and let us actually do that interesting that is so fascinating to hear i love that story isn't that cool i mean i've never heard that from i've never heard anyone having that experience with a label no yeah i was i was thinking the same thing and then it it really would that would make everything else when i when i had earlier the there was like a really i felt a sense of relief in in head right um, I now feel correct in, in, in what I had because it, it very much sounds like that, especially when it comes to working and, and sharing your work and, and being able to just have the flexibility to create the record you want. Yeah, it was awesome. It um, really was awesome. I wanted to go, you mentioned again um, that kind of from the onset, the the record label and management took that song and that became kind of a focus. And that with the band as you were writing it, that that kind of caused a little bit of friction that made me wonder what else is on the the record that you are excited about or what can you tell me what else can you tell me about the record and the other songs on it well hey without belittling this song i mean i i i, I it is i mean there's there are so many songs on this record that i am so excited about i i think what's fun about head right is it just felt kind of like that's that's just a that's just a tune of us having fun, you know what I mean? And uh, and the rest of the record gets pretty intricate, and and we get uh, there's just a yeah, there's a lot more there's a lot more thought that went into the other songs, um, as far as lyrically, and 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 then also just the structure and the musicality of it all. Uh, it's very different than than just that song sounds. And I think what I'm excited about having our fans listen to is we we kind of kept this broad range of songwriting that uh, I think has kind of defined Will Dorado in a way. Um, like you were saying, where it can go from folky to, you know, kind of dumb rock and roll, I, I, I think that that's something I wanted to incorporate in this record. Uh, I wanted it, I wanted it to kind of have all the different ways that we like to write in it. You know what I mean? And it does, there's just so many different kinds of songs, but they all, they all fall together so well. And it's a, it's just such an enjoyable listen to me. I mean, I still like it. It's been mixed for a year. And, <laughs> wow. um, I still like it. There's, it's wild how I can, you know, and now we're learning the songs. Uh, so I'm spending a lot of time with them and it's been fun to go back and kind of sit with them and think about them and, and understand where they all came from. And yeah, I'm excited for you to hear it. It's something I'm very, very proud of. Wow. That's really cool. I can't wait to hear it personally. Is it another, You the first one was, was you wrote 12 tracks. Is it another 12 track? It's 10. And I think that was something we talked a lot. There were more songs than that. Uh, one thing we were we were a little specific about is is I 
is I wanted to I wanted it to be easily digestible and and uh, you know I didn't want I didn't want 15 songs on it. We we really did kind of narrow it down to what we thought just fit best together. And it's hard to make people do it all the time, so I'm not gonna say you can't. But it was hard for us to make. 15 songs feel a part of the same body of work if you, you know what i mean so so we narrowed it down to what what was you know kind of a very similar body of work and while still keeping a, a kind of a spectrum of songwriting uh because you know you can go too far with that <laughs> there, were, there were a couple things that i they just uh you know were just just didn't work so but yeah it's there's there's 10 on it Interesting. That's, that's very exciting. Um, and Max, I had a question I wanted to ask. I mentioned we talked about touring. Um, you guys have toured with some incredible bands and headlined your own tour. And like I said, you've, I, I would always, I have bands in town. I know you guys are out on the road a lot. Um, what's a funny story that you have from tour that you've never told? Oh, man. Been asked that before. I think I've I've disappointed uh, <laughs> that person as well. I'm trying to think of a funny story we've never told. Uh, one time we stayed in an Airbnb up in Washington, and kind of after the night was done, we started finding cameras everywhere. Oh, <laughs> I guess that's not really funny, but um, that was definitely particular. Uh, which felt that, you know, was pretty strange, but we're a pretty, we're a pretty laid back group of dudes on the road. Uh, It's, you know, there's not a whole lot of shenanigans and it's, I think it makes it, it makes it all doable for me. You know what I mean? We get, (laughs) we would get in the van and, and sometimes no one say a word for six hours and uh, we'll, we'll play a show and we'll all, you know, go to, well, you know, sometimes drive two hours in the next hotel or go straight. We just don't go, we don't go out. We're all too, we're too exhausted. We're too lame. It's, it really is about trying. I mean, it's just not worth the next day. So tours, tours really do consist of just driving and driving and driving and sleeping <laughs> and then loading in and loading out. And honestly, that's what I think of when I think of tours every day. We, it's, it's like the equivalent of moving in a small apartment and then moving it back out. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And see, that's, that's how I, that's how you can tell you guys have been friends for a long time. And so I love that. Um, <laughs> that you can just ride in silence like that. Um, yeah, it's a gift. It, it really is, especially cause it, it does get grueling. And so I imagine I've done a few cross country road trips and those are like for, I've done two and they've been for a week each. I can't imagine doing that for more than one week because it is very long, but I, I love it for that week span. Yeah, it's a wild, it's a wild thing to do. It's easy to lose appreciation for. You know. <laughs> cool. Well, Max, I appreciate your time. I, I like to ask um, the same five questions to close every interview. Um, and the first one, the first one is if you had to choose between breakfast food, lunch food, and dinner food, only foods from that meal group. So only breakfast, only lunch, only dinner for every meal, which would you choose? Maybe lunch. 
Lunch is the one? Yeah, maybe lunch. I'll go with lunch. Okay, I like it. Um, that's two in a row for lunch, by the way. Um, oh. <laughs> number two is your go-to karaoke song. Oh, man, I'm a, I'm a terrible karaoke guy. I'm, I don't know if I've ever done karaoke in my life. Uh, so I haven't taken you for a karaoke guy so far, and where you perform <laughs> all the time, I, 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 I knew this question was coming, and I'm like, I don't think Max is, is a karaoke guy. That's funny. Maybe I would do Let It Go uh, by Elsa. So okay. I can, yeah. That's a good choice. Uh, number three is Guilty Pleasures You Have While on the Road. Mm, um, eat a lot of cheeseburgers. <laughs> okay. I want to go on tour now. That sounds fun. Um, <laughs> number four is one band that's not currently together that you'd love to have one more EP from. That's not currently together. Uh, man, who's not currently together? I mean, Nirvana would be cool, wouldn't it? Would that would be, be a trip. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, and number five is an interesting guest that you recommend I have on the Road Trip Playlist podcast. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of someone I know that. There's a there's a band in Tulsa called Cliff Diver. Cliff Diver. And, and uh they have the most like spot on two thousands emo sounding band. <laughs> and uh the lead singer Joey Duffy is a very, very interesting guy and he I think he would be fun for you to talk to. Okay. I love it. I'll put in that request. Um, but, but most of all, Max, I appreciate your time. Listeners, please go stream Witherado's latest single head, right. And also we'll stay tuned for, um, the, when their next album's released. I appreciate you, man. You were, you were really were fun and easy to talk to. So thank you. And well done. Likewise. Thank you. And I hope we get to talk again. Yeah. Talk soon. Thanks, Max. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Road Trip Playlist podcast. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Will Dorado. Again, please make sure you go out and check out their music as well as their latest release, Head Right. And stay tuned for their upcoming LP. If you like this episode of the Road Trip Playlist podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review for more great interviews. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week.